This is the Misty Music Podcast with myself, David, and now and Lucy. forever. Aye. Oh, right. I, thought I was allowed to jump in there. I'm you're terrible to, for you're, this. You are allowed to jump in, you know, exactly. But it's not professional, Lucy. We don't need to, don't need to worry about this. It's not a professional yeah. podcast. It's just, it's just whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up. No, you're not. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, so, yeah, Lucy is with me and... Um, Balancing out my really horrible monotone voice and making it, you know, getting that contrast. That's what I like. So that's why I need you speaking more because, you know, you've got kind of that melody to your voice and I've just got this kind of... Wow, I don't think anyone has ever said that to me about my voice. Oh, really? Oh, well. Yeah. Certainly compared to me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, episode three... And we're going to be discussing one of Lucy's choices. So if you listened to the last episode, you would have found out what that was. But if you haven't listened to the last episode and you're just jumping straight to this one because you've seen the title, we are indeed going to be talking about uh, Velvet Underground and Nico. Yeah, so my choice, uh, Velvet Underground and Nico, um, came out in March 67, but it was recorded the year before. I think there was quite a delay in the, the album actually coming out, so... Um, yeah, um, members of the band, we've got Lou Reed, who does the, the vocals and guitar on it. Um, John Cale, uh, who does the electric viola. Did I say that right? I always worry yep. I say viola. 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 Yep. Uh, well, uh, I say viola. Maybe viola. it's viola, but I say yeah. viola. <laughs> <laughs> um, bass and piano. And then Sterling Morrison, who does guitars as well and bass sometimes. And then the fabulous Maureen Tucker, who does the drums. And uh, of course, Nico, um, who does vocals on quite a few of the songs as well. So, um, yeah, recorded, um, I think, primarily four days in the April was 66, um, over four days. And then they went back into the studio the next month to to re-record some of them. And then I think they did uh, Sunday morning. They re-recorded that in the, later in the year before it came out in the March of 67. It peaked in the charts at 171. Hi. Mm. Yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of widely regarded now as being pretty misunderstood at the time. And um, it wasn't critically acclaimed or anything like that. But um, the appreciation probably came years later when... Um, when people that were listening to it formed their own bands and um um yeah the the appreciation just I suppose grew with the people that, that um found them through other bands as well and later in the seventies. So um yeah, I, I think they put the, the poor sales down to like you were saying in one of the previous podcasts, that publicity that comes around mm-hmm. um some of the bands in uh, America at that time. Um and also because I think they just weren't able to play it on the radio. I think yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I know um, Lou Reed certainly did want that kind of public wider appreciation, but it's just mm. ones on this album just um, weren't for the radio and the kind of underground radio wasn't up and running at this time. Track lists for this one we've got Sunday Morning, I'm Waiting for My Man, Femme Fatale, Venus and Furs, Run Run Run. All Tomorrow's Parties, and then the other side we've got Heroin, There She Goes Again, I'll Be Your Mirror, The Black Angel's Death Song, and then finishing up with uh, European Sun. So um, yeah, that's a quite a quick gist uh, uh, the the album. So um, do you want to hear 
why I like where yeah. I got into it and why I like a Absolutely. bit of the a bit of this album. So um yeah, um for me when I was picking it I suppose um if you know, they had kind of four albums of what you would see are the Velvet Underground kinda of, um you know, the late sixties, early seventies, um but um for me and, and then there's been different formations over the years. They kind of came back for a reunion, I think, in '93, uh, with the original lineup. But there's been a few different lineups over the years. And but for, this is the original, the first album. So playing any other thing, um, I mean, there might be other ones that you like a wee bit more. But this is kind of got the iconic album cover, and people know know about this. So it's got to start here for playing, for playing that. But um, for me. Um, I think the Velvet Underground. It was a lot of a lot of the bands I was liking as a teenager. Kind of, you know, they were saying about the Velvet Underground, and uh, I think I checked it out through that probably when I got really obsessed with music. And if if, if somebody I liked mentioned an influence, I'd go and research them and look into them. And um, I think the Velvet Underground and and Nico this album. My understanding is it really came out of nowhere. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I think, you know, the, them getting together, 65, six, recording 66, this coming out in 67. I mean, if I think of that in the kind of terms, uh, you know, it's like the year, what was it, the year before the summer of love? What was, was that? Yeah, 60, 67. Yeah, yeah, 60, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it just, the, my understanding, it's just this came out of nowhere. And I don't know, I can't easily pick it, pick up this album and think to myself, or see easily see where the influences came for this album because it's mm. it's so kind of out there and, and and different you know especially for the time so um so yeah i just i just love this i think the good tunes good stories it ties into the whole um andy warhol and and where it goes for there and kind of different fractions that i was that i was speaking about last week so so yeah, it's an easy one. They're an easy band for me to love, eh? Mm-hmm. Easy. So um, so yeah, can I? I'll pass it to you. Let me. I'm desperate to know what you. Right. How well, you've, how you found it? Well, I've uh, I've listened to it, you know, about five times, maybe something like that, maybe six. Okay. Um, and I think well, the first thing that I got wrong is when you when you said Velvet uh, Velvet Underground. And Nico, I thought the album was called Nico. Oh wow, okay. And uh, so I got, and it wasn't until I looked at it, but I did remember you saying when they met Nico, yeah, and stuff. So then I was getting a bit confused. So I, th- I think I, I was just a bit confused, basically. And and I thought the album was called Nico, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't realise Nico was obviously a singer. And I've now learned that she's from Germany. I've got that right. Yeah, haven't I? Yeah. And, yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. So I, so right away I was, I, you know. Um, wasn't it to go? Ah, oh, right, that makes sense. I know, I know what what this means now. So, um, what I will say is, when I listen to it, and and even listening to it recently, it's definitely reframed where I thought music was in nineteen sixty six, sixty seven. Yeah. Um, because I didn't things. I didn't know things sounded this nasty. Yeah. That early. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and you're talking about influences. Actually, I was going to ask you that. What are the influences? Don't get me wrong. I think there's some things on here that's quite obvious to hear. It's a style that's been used before, and you know, yeah. the, the, you know, the, but overall, 
it's 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 something I, I I'm I, I'm trying to think what what they were listening to that would make them create this. Yeah, you know, and uh, but you don't you know it's, you're you're saying it's not it's not that obvious where it's came from. No, I honestly think so much it starts with them, and like you say, I'm not saying that. I mean, can use music? Of course, it can. It's always repeated in some ways and and, and familiar in some yeah, ways, yeah, but yeah. but I think for so much is certainly what I listen to and, and probably elements as well. I, I don't want to put it on you. What you listen to, um, you know, I think so much it it starts with them. I really do, eh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, it's, it's funny that you think like, you didn't realise it started so nasty, like yeah, so yeah, early yeah. on. It's good, yeah, eh? It's, for, it's, that, it's, for that, it's, for that, it's good. <laughs> I think that's part of what I, I love so much about it as well. Mm. With this album, is the kind of real mix, a real softness, because mm-hmm. there is there's points of absolute beauty and softness, and mm-hmm. and then it's so rough and sleazy yeah. and yeah. and glamorous. It's it is it's a bit of a mix. But Lou Reed and was kind of. Well, more so him. He always kind of have had that. Um, there's that softness, but he's he's kind of hard. Eh? He's a bit of a hard guy. Eh? Yeah, you were saying that. Um, you know. Ah, yeah, it was. He's so, a very, um, very hard person. You know. Um, yeah. You mean when you say hard? Does he mean was he a scrapper? Or did he? No, I don't he, think so. I just mean just really cold and kind of. I think just with the music, the kind of the. I suppose it's in the hardness of the the, the harder the songs that you listen to. It's yeah, kind of that, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he wasn't. He was a kind of handsome guy, a kind of rough guy. I, I think he came from, like his background was. I don't know if this is true, but there's a later later song and um, on 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 a much later album where he's saying about like his dad working in the what the the kind of industry and what, and he wasn't suited for that, you know. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've kind of just projected that onto my thoughts of what what I think of him, but um, but but um, yeah, he's half kind of working man, you know. That's sure. that's yep, yep. that's gonna be that's my kind of um, thoughts around that anyway. Mm-hmm. Aye, um, but this is um, but the the whole again the year when you when, even when you said uh, about the album being in 1967, you know, uh, in the last episode, the end of the last episode. I had, and I had I didn't I, I had no idea that Velvet Underground were going that early. Yeah. You know, I thought they were maybe sixty nine at the earliest, maybe nineteen seventy. So that was a surprise to even, you know, know that that they were they were about so early. And I'm thinking about what was out at that time. Um so in terms of releases, obviously nineteen sixty seven you had Sergeant Pepper's Lone Hearts Club band was out that year, you had um are you experienced by Jimi Hendrix was out that year, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just, and then there's this, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's kind of weird to just kind of don't get me wrong. There's, 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 like I say, we'll get into it in individual songs. You know, yeah. it's it's not all completely off the wall and kind of like where the hell is this came from? You know, I think you can tell on some level where some of it's came from, but um, but yeah, it's just, but it's just. I always think as an album as a whole. It's a bit. Where, where, where did this come from? Like I know Aye. you're saying the individual tracks are what you can pick and you can see elements, or it's a bit more easier, or um, what would a classic structure or whatever. But um, but as an album as a whole, I just think where did it come aye, from? Aye, even even you to know? have aye, even to have those kind of different. You know, you like you were talking about the softness, the the harshness. The, you know, the kind of 
you know, you're talking about the glam side of things and all that, all the rest of it. Um, a glamorous, even though not glam, glam music. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know you're right. It's just to have a, a, a collection of songs like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of kind of strange, you know. Um, but uh, I am. I'm still I'm still digesting it. I, I get that. I think uh, the, there's things I like about it. There's there's a lot of things I like about it. What I will say at the absolute absolute very least is that I've got a respect for them now that I never had before. Yeah. Um You know because again it was misty for me with Velvet Underground. You know I just you know I I I heard one or two tracks. You know some Lou Reed songs as well, of course, but. Um, but I just didn't really know any really. I think when when people, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, people had mentioned uh, Velvet Underground, I thought okay, it's just that arty fucking. Yeah. It's it's just it's not even really music. It's just it's just a bunch of art people try to prove how arty they are, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that was just that that old preconception, that kind of um, snidiness, I guess, from from <laughs> yeah. you know from from my own attitude towards them, and 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 hearing other people saying similar things, you know. Um, but that's, I mean, having listened to this album, you know, a, a good few times, that's not the case for me, you know, and, and I can see the worth in it and I can see the worth and I can see how it's influenced, you know, late, you know, bands later on. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, it's quite, it's quite obvious. And, and, uh, when you talked about, <laughs> you talked about the last episode about Paranoid being, you could hear me in, and it's yeah. the same with us. I can hear us like, oh yeah, this is the. I bet you Lucy loves that line, or yeah. I bet you Lucy loves this bit, or you know, you know, I could, I could yeah. totally, I could totally hear, hear where you are coming from, or, or why you would like it, kind of thing. But um, but I, I do. I've got a lot of pre- appreciation for it, and I think there's a, there's certain tracks that I really like, mm-hmm. certain ones that you know. Again, maybe I'm still digesting, or maybe they won't sit on me as well. But um, but as a as an album, I, yeah, it's 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 actually impressive. And it's do impressive you, for a lot of different reasons. Do you think once once we've recorded this, that'll be it for you? Will you will you go back and have a wee listen to any more? I think probably what I'd do is go. See where they went next. Yeah, that's interesting because the next album they recorded is probably like, like I can see a lot more influence from the bands I like from their next album. Right. More, more so than from this album. It's a lot heavier. Nico's not on it. She's on. This is the only album that she 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 obviously does with them. And then mm-hmm. the next album, John Keel's still within the band, and it's a kind of the classic four that, that that a lot of Velvet Underground fans would say and um it's a lot it's a lot noisier, heavier, that but you know it's a, maybe more what it's a bit more garage kind like of that stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then yeah, there, there's another two albums after that and then I think by the the there is there is a fifth album, but it's like one of them that was left, not one of the original kind of members. A guy that came in and replaced John Cale, he um, he kept the name going, but I don't, we don't really talk about that album. Right, does it really? So ones. there's four there's four classic like Velvet Underground albums, you know. Right, okay, interesting. But no, I think I will. I think I will because um, it, it's kind of. I mean, when we did uh, obviously Marquee Moon. I think when we did Marquee Moon, um, when I listened to that, 
Um, and I know, listen, I'm not comparing them because that's unfair. They're two completely different bands, and you know, mm-hmm. and um, but just talking about a new a new artist, a new band, a new album coming into my life kind of thing. That was when I first heard that. I was like, yeah, there's something in this. I just don't know what it is yet. And then mm-hmm. eventually it kind of. Whereas with this, it was like. Right, it's it's it, okay. It's different from what I was expecting to hear a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's not it's not gets it's hooks into me yet, you know. And I think they're yeah, certain. I understand it. And I think, but I think there's certain, certain. I mean, I've got. In fact, most of my notes are positive. <laughs> you know, to be honest, um, about about all the songs. In, in fairness, um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of really clever things going on as well. Yeah, you know, and, and the, I mean in the songs. I could pick two two songs just now, and you, they're so far apart. And what you know, there, there's albums in this this album that sound one way, and then completely different, like mm. the like a couple tracks later or what. So I'm I, I'm not I'm not surprised that it's not been an easy sell to you. Like I love this, mm. and that it's the yeah, best yeah. thing I've ever heard. So I'm I'm certainly not surprised with that. But um. Um, I'm glad that there's bits in it that you can, like you say, you can appreciate and and yeah, um, not absolutely know a wee and, bit more about. But it, I, I think it's certainly where it's at with me. Then now, if it was playing, somebody was playing. If I was, if I was at your house, Lucy, and you were playing this, I'd, I'd be like, no, that's not a nice one. That's a that's a it's a really good album. You know, it's 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 whether I'm going to go and actually purchase it or listen yeah. to it again. That. I don't know, but I've had albums even, you know, that I've come back to a year later, and and you know, it's just, it's just, I've just got it right away. Yeah. I've, I've previously tried and and not. I mean, one I can think of um, actually um, is Kid A by uh, Radiohead. You know, the follow up yeah. to OK Computer. I mean, when I first heard that, I thought, oh, they've lost the plot, you know, and yeah. you know, it's yeah, no, and I left it and I went back to it and. Uh, can love that album now yeah. you know it's so it, it does happen it does happen and i think um because there's not it, it's not there's nothing that i find massively off-putting about it you know yeah i'm not listening to it and thinking you know oh i just can't listen to this song oh god that's just no me or, or it, it's nothing like that at all i just don't think like i say it's it's hooks aren't in me yet yeah. and i think I, I it's like i don't love anything about it yet yeah you know and you have to absolutely love everything, every album you own or anything. You know, you can just think well, that's that's just a cool album. You know, it's it's you know what I mean. It's it's yeah, absolutely. Because there's there's I think there's something probably in us where there's an element. Even when I come to come to write, it was coming to write the notes for for this 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 podcast today. There's bits where I almost don't have anything to say, even though sure. I, I love it. But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. there's something in me that I just love it. I, yeah. I, I can't explain it it just it just there's Not, something that just uh, i get it uh, oh, i love it but i can't really i can't explain i mean i'll try and explain that's the point of the podcast but um <laughs> yeah. but um there's just something inherently that this is my thing you know yeah. and if yeah. it's no your thing then that's okay that's it. i mean oh no you're right i mean even in other podcast that i do sometimes there's a song that i just <laughs> i love that much but i can't find the words to I can't articulate what yeah. <laughs> what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, you know. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's just good, <laughs> you know. So, um, but um, but uh, aye, should, should well, should we? Should we? Yeah. Get should we? Yeah. Should we get into, into this then? So uh, we start off with Sunday morning then. Yeah, Sunday morning. 
So yeah, it, yeah, first one, first one in the album. Um, dreamy, kind of echoey. Um, Lou Reed singing it. I think there was a point where I think they wanted Nico to record this one, and um, Lou Reed kind of—I don't know if he refused or or, or what—but um, he ended up recording it, and probably it's this is the only one in this album where he sings like this, kind of a lot softer, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot gentler. Um, and that and did really surprise me. I yeah, didn't think he was because you're used to the talking. Like yeah, they really can. I let you say that tough kind of vocal. And yeah, when yeah. I heard them singing, it actually sounds so soft and gentle and 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 really good. Actually, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. and there's a couple of wee bits where um, it's um, yeah, really gentle, so um, really really soft. I well, I, I, what I like about this is the wee glockenspiel sound, the wee. The wee chinkly. Yeah. You know, the wee kind of it's really kind of just think it's in your right ear. You just hear it and it's, it's so, it's, it's lovely. I, I, this song is actually really lovely, actually. Yeah. You know, I have to say. Um, and uh, very, w- when it started off, I was like, this is quite accessible. This isn't, this isn't off the wall. It's not like, no. you know, you know, massively arty. It's just, it's just really, really nice. And uh, yeah. Lyrics are nice as well, eh? Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not what you expect because when I think about the album, it's talking about you know deviancy and you know heroin and you know these kind of stuff things, you know. Um, But I love when the the vocal opens up the the reverb. That's almost like the the reverb increases as well, and it really kind of fills out, you know. Um, And you've got Nico on the back and vocals towards the end. That yeah, that's right. Yeah, like add to that, just pad it out, like expand it a lot more. And I've got down here viola. It's John John Cale, isn't it? On yeah. The viola, and it's a really kind of wistful kind of thing going on with his viola, um, as well, and within it. And I think it's, uh, I'd, it's weird because it it fades out really quickly for me. Yeah. And um, I, you know, I, I did, in another podcast I did we did Revolver by the Beatles, and it was the same for me because I hadn't really kind of delved into that album before. Uh-huh. And I thought these songs just fade out too quickly yeah. and I don't know if it was just a thing in the 60s where it was just like right that's enough and, yeah. you know, they just, so I think there's this and there's one later on it's the yeah. same and I think it's one Nico sings and it just fades out too quickly for me I'm like no I, I want to that. hear a bit more you know it's it's, yeah. it's finished too, too soon you know um, but again at least it leaves you wanting more rather than outstaying its welcome you know um, yeah and I suppose that for for me it's kind of the opposite way where I know which one you're talking about further on and this one I think that adds to its charm it's that kind of um, wispy wistful kind of like yeah. coming and going rather than oh. like I'm here and this is like bam it's like um, so um, yeah I, I I should have maybe touched on kind of at the start how I think how Nico kind of ended up with the Velvet Underground. That, that was Andy Warhol's influence. Eh? I think he, I don't know if he pushed it on 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 the band itself, oh, yeah. but um, I think they were quite reluctant and seen it as a maybe a bit of a, I don't know a novelty or or just what what it was. But uh, I don't think that was in their plans at the start. So um, mm-hmm. so because um, Warhol's down as a producer on this album, but. I think it's quite well noted that he didn't actually didn't do actually any produce it. Yeah. Produce I think it. He, did he pay for the sessions or something? Like yeah, that? I, think I think he played he, for yeah, it recording. But yeah, to yeah. be fair, I think like late, later on, a, lot, a few of the band members came out and said that just because he didn't technically know what he was doing with the music side, that his name kind of just protected them so much from hmm. 
from like criticisms and backlash any backlash they were getting because he had his name to it and when they were in the studio if they were asking him anything he was like it just sounds great and then it, it was people would kind of pander to Warhol and be like oh yeah it's great yeah. it is great so it kind of protected them from 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 a lot so although his his kind of contribution gets like poo pooed you know they they later on came out and said that of course it it did add it was it was how they got to where they got to but sure. being yeah, able yeah. to record this one so um so, uh, that so, was a, yeah. the, the question i was going to ask you actually at the start um was obviously it's andy warhol's artwork on the, the mm-hmm. cover and it's obviously got his name on the cover as well and and I, I don't know if you if you know what I mean. What was his stock like at that time? Because I know he's obviously like massively famous now, you know, you know, and, and was you know even pretty quickly after that. But was he was he still pretty underground at that point? Or had he made a lot of money with his art? And um, yeah, I think so. At that point, when the the um, it, he was up and running with the factory and everything like that, right, and he was right. he was making a lot of his movies and whatever he was into kind of at the time, I think I delved in and out of like kind of fancies with it. But I think the, the, he was the, the band, I think, I don't know if it was 66. I don't, I think it was before the album came out. They, um, they were, there was recordings of the band playing some of their songs on, uh, he's exploding plastic, uh, inevitability, a kind of a, a film he had. So right. I think he was, quite prolific and there was a few of them working in the uh, factory for them so yeah. so it was enough to give them a bit clout eh? I, I think that's I think that's the reason I was asking that because obviously it kind of bombed you know when it came out and I, and yeah. I, and I, was, I was kind of surprised given that he obviously somebody who was successful had you know had their artwork on it and put their weight yeah. behind it you know that, and it still didn't manage to kind of quite do do what maybe they wanted it to do you know I don't know if it just fell out I think I think um, Lou Reed kind of chucked them as their manager or what as well eh? so um, mm-hmm. I don't know how quick it was after that album before because their, their second album came out the next year so I think I think the, the space and time I don't know like the kind of publicising it and um, yeah, if he was still about up. for that or what right, if okay, it was mainly just, just being there for the album or something or yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I think he, he's well known as being their champion and their cheerleader and their yeah. you know kind of just supporting them so um so yeah, still important when the story. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but the, I, I, I just, I, I think it's a, a, it hit me. It was really surprising hearing this. this had you heard song. this one before? No, this is the no, one I, I thought it. you might have heard. No, I, not to my knowledge anyway. Yeah. Um, I had, I'd heard it before, but um, but I, I, I did really like it. And yeah. Actually, it's just really, it's really, really pleasant to listen to. And what about um? Aye, we spoke about his voice, didn't we? we his did. voices. Well, that's yeah. well, that's my note. It's uh, you know, Reed's voice is really soft and melodic, which I didn't expect. expect <laughs> is what I've written down, you know. So yeah. it's it's I, I just didn't. I just didn't think he was capable of. And there might be other things that he's later on in his career. He's he's sang like that. I don't know. But um, again, it's just that preconception you've got of someone, you know, and um, you know. I think as well, like that they're quite often pegged as like a drug album, eh, with the references to heroin and and, and the sleazy side of it, the all that. But um, I think it's proof that he can write an absolutely beautiful, yeah, kind of charming song as well. And mm-hmm. I know he's done that kind of later on with like Transformer. You know, there's a couple ones on that that are that are, that are like that. And 
So, um, yeah, I think it's worth kind of paying tribute to his, his songwriting skills, eh? Because yeah. it's a bit, eh? Well, I mean, we'll go on to speak about it, but it's, just, it's like for a, for a lovely song. It's, that's what it is, eh? Yeah, yeah. You no, know? it really is. So, um, it really is. Yeah. No, it, it starts, so it starts really well for me. It, it, um, yeah. A lovely start to the album, I have to say. Yeah. So. So Sunday morning gets a pass for me, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right, you want um, I'm waiting for my man. Aye, so this one, um, so I think when this kicked in and you've got that guitar, I was like, fucking hell, that's quite a mean guitar sound, you know? Yeah. And I know that I know that those kind of guitar sounds were kicking about at that time, they, they were, but I think something so abrasive sounding yeah. at that time was quite, quite surprising. Um and I'm trying to even think, you know, because cause even, even like the heavy heavier blues bands, you know, and, you know, like Cream and then even Hendrix and stuff with his heavier blues sound and all that. It, it was just different. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't grating the way this is. This is really kind of like nasty sounding, yeah. you know, and that's, that was like, that's, that, 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 that hit me. And that's, I think it was, I think it was it, from this point onwards, I, I was starting to think, it's 1966 because I'd read up that it'd been a lot yeah. recording 66 and potentially 67 or whatever. But but that that was when I was like there was shit like this about at that time, you know. And yeah. and, and this is when it really it really hit me. Um, but uh, but I I really love the guitar tone. I have to say, yeah, the, it's the pretty tone cool. It's eh? Really, just dirty and um and just it's, I like the rhythm of it. It's just the rhythm's dri- good. Yeah, just that... driving driving through the whole thing, you know. And, yeah. And I obviously mean, wait, sorry. waiting for waiting for the you know the the man with the heroin basically yeah. you know, you know um, yeah. twenty six dollars in my hand and all that you know and you know it's it's, it's good I, I I like this actually actually really kind of um, you know talking about he's always late and you know it's just the way I it love is that line, just, eh? you know. the first thing you learn is that first you always you have learn, to wait or something you have eh? to wait. yeah yeah it's, it's that it's that train ride you know, up to Lexington or you know, mm. to the to meet to meet your man and yeah. um I honest I almost think that it sounds like a train, eh? It sounds like that you know, that kind of quick, you know. So um although the the guitar's not a quite light, you know, there's the chingly kinda there's the it's not I know the 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 rhythm's really heavy, the kinda the quickness, but there's the wee chingly guitars kinda in the middle it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um it's not it's not totally Totally hard, you know. No, no, not at all, not at all. But at, at the same time, it's got that. Again, it's just it's it's it's. I don't want to say sleazy because obviously, like it's it's about basically picking up some drugs, you know. So it's not sleazy necessarily, but it sounds. It it, it sounds like you would rather not be there, you know. You you you, you listen to these stories for the comfort of your own house. Yeah, we did we did talk about these stories, you know. Yeah, be cool to be there, you know. You're saying it be cool yeah. to be there. But you would want to be there for like five minutes, and then you'd go, "Oh God, I need to go here." I, yeah. I, I personally think, but but um, it, it does. It, it's it's got a bit of that chic about it, you know, that whole kind of like you know where you're looking in like dirty, horrible situations, and it there's that element of coolness to it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's got that because I guess yeah. even, even the lyrics like "Hey, white boy," you know what you're doing uptown and all that. And things <laughs> yeah. like, you know. um, <laughs> It's it's definitely it's painting a picture. It is really you can see it. You can see what the street looks like. You can see, you know, what the train looks like. You know, you're kind of there. You know, which I really like about it. Yeah. um, 
But again, it's just, it's good to, I mean, I can't relate to a story like that. I've not, you know, I've never taken heroin. I've never taken any serious drugs in my life, you know, kind of thing. And so I can't relate to that necessarily, but I can be interested in the story and I can from a distance go go that. That's interesting to listen to, you know. Yeah, I always think as well, like, um, there's, uh, yeah, I can't relate to it at all either, but there's a bit in me that kind of wants to live out this fantasy and I know I'm not saying like this fantasy going up to going up to I don't know wherever and getting spending twenty six dollars on heroin or what but there is that kind of fantasy it does sound pretty cool like oh, yeah. you know I think I, I've got it I've got and I don't think they're glamorizing yeah. it it's no, not making no, it not sound like oh this is something I've got to do or what but it's, no, it's there is that kind of like like I say where I, I feel like I could live out that kind of experience of being able to of doing that and you know like where he says he's sick and dirty more dead than alive and that there's a yeah, bit of me that's yeah. like yeah I felt like that but I haven't like <laughs> like yeah, I haven't yeah. not in them kind of circumstances but yeah, yeah. but um but for a moment I can put myself there eh? I can put myself in it yeah yeah so um no it sounds like you're you know uh, yeah you, you're, you're witnessing it when you're listening to it definitely yeah. um but which which uh which again is cool because because you can you and I think that's the thing about the <coughs> again talking about the music and you know the nastiness of it all, but the the lyrics too. I just didn't again for for the year. I just didn't think it would be allowed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you know, it's, it's <laughs> um, this was allowed to be released. You know, and <laughs> Meh. Um, but uh, but no, that no, I really like this is another one. I think see, you know, when it kicks off. Um, because when you know the with Sunday morning, then into this, after I was like, do you know what? This is this has really surprised me in terms of like I'm going along for the ride on this one. You know, it's not like it's it's. I didn't feel disconnected from it. I felt connected to it. Yeah. You know, um, and I f- and, and I don't feel connected to everything on the album, but certainly uh-huh. so far with the first two songs, I was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can, I can, I can feel this. I can. I can get with us absolutely, um, but no, I really like it, and I think there's the, these. I think there's kind of some. Uh, I've got down here some kind of unsettling piano bits at the outro, kind of like and we kind of menacing chords and stuff, you yeah. know, just going on at the end, just like fucked up stuff and yeah, you know, and and again, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like discordant stuff, you know, stuff that's yeah, just, and that just that's shouldn't what, be um, there. John, that's what he brings. John Keel brings to that's it. What John Keel brings, yeah, right, absolutely. Right. That's that yeah. kind of menacing. Uh, um, I, I I'd watched a documentary a while back, and uh, Maureen Tucker, who I love by the way, the the drummer in this, she um, she said when John Keel left the band after the second album, the kind of the psycho, the psychotic went, you know, and I yeah, and, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I get that, eh? It's oh. that that's that kind of um, like you say, the discords, the drones, everything like that, the kind of just off the chain yeah, stuff, and you know. Yeah. Like, Stuff that shouldn't yeah. that shouldn't be there, but it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so, no, um, good first two tracks. I'm yeah, I'm down with them. Um, good. Ben Fatal, number three. Ben Fatal, yeah, yeah. You Want me to kick this it? one off? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Nico in this one. This is pro- one of the, a lot of the Nico songs in this are kind of the the, the most well known of the the tracks in the album. But um, I mean. Personally, I love this song, eh? I think this is cool as anything. And for me, when I'm listening to it, 
Nico is the femme fatale. You yeah, know, right, right. she is that ah. kind of distant. Um, you know, you're saying about being connected and disconnected. It's not that I think Nico's disconnected at all, but her whole her whole voice, her kind of persona, and everything like that. It is that. It's that kind of. There's a kind of untouchableness about her, and mm-hmm. uh, to me, I just hear that. And obviously, the lyrics about. Uh, I mean, it's it's a perfect description of a femme fatale, eh? oh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, where you you just you're it's that untouchable kind of you're just never 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 getting there, you know. And I spoke I spoke to somebody about this song that's um, was just hearing this song for the first time when I was playing it in my car, and it was uh, the person was with me was saying, "Oh, you couldn't you couldn't call somebody a, a guy couldn't call some, a girl a tease now, could they?" You know, because she's like, oh, she's such yeah, a, just you know, a she's tease, such a little yeah. tease. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's what I've never thought about. Could I, could yeah, I, could yeah, I guy? Listen, this is I. I would have. It would sound, it would sound more wrong. I think if it was a guy singing it, if if, if Lou Reed was singing it, oh, well, then again, I if Lou was singing it in the context of this album, I would kind of expect it. <laughs> to be honest, you know. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. I mean, I, like you say about the picture being built. I mean, I've got all that. I've got that. Yeah. That fe- that femme fatale picture all in my head where you're no you're no high in our you know you're number thirty seven in our black book have a look you know um, yeah. it's just so glamorous so so moody so dark so um, so kind of provocative and sexy almost mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's what I think about this one. Well, I when I thought when I first heard this, I didn't. Hadn't read up on the album, nah. or Nico herself, nah. you know, and uh, then when I heard, I was like, "Oh, it's an accent there. That's not that's not an American voice, you know. That's that's uh-huh. something there." And then obviously I realised, obviously later that she was, she was German, because even when she sings like "What a clown," it's, it sounds like "What a clun," yeah, you know, "What a clun," you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's kind of like it's a bit strange sounding, but but her voice is um, when I first heard her voice, it took me out of the album. Oh, when, did I it? Fu- when I first heard that, yeah. so having the first two songs and then she sang and I, I, and it took me, it took me out of it, and and I thought I don't know, do I, do I like her voice? I don't know, um, but now I really like her voice. Actually, yeah. you know, after listening, listening, after listening, I think it was kind of getting used to it because it's it's actually quite, she's got quite a resonance in her voice. It's quite kind of like deep. Oh, it's, it's so like, deep. It's, it's deep, but it's kind of soft at the same. It's weird. It's, it's she's got yeah. a weird kind of thing going on. Um, and her voice, and uh, but I, I I do like her voice, and uh, and the and again the melody, and it's you know it's beautiful, you know, really, really, really lovely melody, you know. I and, love uh, uh, I love when you hear Lou Reed singing that, you know, she's a fan and it's like totally Lou Reed, like it's so it's it's these kind of you know you just know straight away it's how I think it's cool. Uh, <laughs> well, you know? I I, I um. Because it's it's, I mean, I thought you're talking about the lyrics. I mean, before you start, you're already beating stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get no chance and stuff. You know, I, I like that. I, I do like that. It's kind of putting the women in control, and I, and I think that's that's really cool. You know, especially um, for so early on as well, when definitely. there was still songs coming out about I don't know cleaning the house and definitely and you know aye, aye. put a yep. like you need to get married or you'll be. Whatever, yeah, exactly. you'll be a lonely exactly. spinster or what? Where, yeah, and I think that yeah, it's a really good point. I've kind of never really 
thought about it in these terms, but um, yeah, for the kind of powerhouse that we, like a lot of people now think um, we need to go, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty um, uh, so forward thinking for, for, for the time. Definitely. Um, but it's, it, it's it's nice. It's just it's it's a, it's a really nice song, and I think it's um it's it's very catchy as well. It's it's got it's got a pop sensibility about it, you know, certainly the chorus and stuff. And it's kind of almost like you know, you the chorus is almost slightly. I think we're talking about influences and what influences are on them. I don't know what Nico's influences are. I don't know anything about her. I'll be honest, but but um but even that that chorus, you could hear like Dusty Springfield singing that or something. You know, it's got that kind of really kind of. Almost kind of like big, kind of I don't know, showy kind of almost. You can see it on a, a a big stage, you know, and yeah, you know, I get that. Yeah, that the orchestra kinda... behind and all that, you know, she's yeah. up, 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 you know, yeah. she's, uh, just build it out kind of thing, you know, and yeah, it's got that kind of that vibe to it. And I'm probably I'm probably taking it and making it more polished and more nice than it actually is, but but I can still hear. Although the lyrics are fairly dark, you know, or, or maybe no darts, maybe darts not the right word, but um, certainly provocative and, and you know thought provoking. Certainly, anyway, yeah. you know, um, it's, it sounds really nice, you know, especially the chorus. Of course, it's just so so lovely. Um, but no, I really, I really like this bit. I, yeah, again, at first, first listen, it's like mm, don't know, don't know, but yeah. Second, third listen or whatever it was, it, it, it kind of clicked with me, and it's in my yeah. head. It was one of those ones I was, I was kind of just going about my day, and, and bits of the song were popping into my head, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's definitely got. Uh, I'm saying it's the things that you know. None of these have got their hooks in me, but maybe maybe some of them have. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, think about it. this is an easier one where I can find myself like start singing. You know, she's a femme fatale, and, and like throughout the day or what, eh? but. Uh, I can see why maybe Nico's voice isn't isn't easy for a lot of people to listen to, but I just think it's 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 so moving. Even yeah, though it's yeah. really it's not like she's got loads of range or no, um, so. you know it, she's in tune all the time or anything like that. You know, because I think you know, but it's just. It's just so um, oh, do, it's, brooding it's, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think that's the thing about it that that kind of really thickness to it that that kind of really you know the, the the depth in her voice. Um, I think it was just it just took me by I think it took me by surprise because obviously the first two kicked off we we lose singing, and then this one comes in and I don't even know. I mean, I can't even. I don't even know if. I knew that there was going to be somebody else singing on it mm-hmm. when I've listened to it first, so I don't know that that maybe took me out of it for that reason as well. So, yeah. Um, but no, no. Anyway, I'm labouring the point, but now I do really. I've got a lot of time yeah, for listening to her voice because it's 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 original and and you know it's again different, you know. And I think yeah. the, the way that because she's singing with her accent as well. You know, she's not trying to ape an American accent or oh, it's an American band, I better kind of try and she's, she sounds like she's from Germany or, or, yeah. or, 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 you know, certainly I thought that's not an American voice, that's she's from somewhere yeah. else, you know, but so, which is cool as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, Femme Fatale gets a thumbs up for me, man. Yeah, good. So uh, Venus and Furs next up. This is the one that you had heard before. I'd heard, yeah, and I thought it was called Shady Shady. Shady Shady Shady. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people probably think it's called Yeah, that. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, I like this. I, I do it's like cool. it. It's good. I like the kind of way it just rolls that. It just oh, kind of yeah. rolls. It just kind of, it's like, it just loops. You know, it's kind of, um, um, and and that that really kind of they really incidental kind of we stabby things with the view. Oh yeah, yeah. Things going out there. That's fucking great. And they're not necessarily on the beat. I can no. I just almost just whenever he wants, he feels he wants to play them. You know, and I, yeah. again it gives it that kind of you're like, where's it got to come in again? No, it's it's there. <laughs> so, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I think that's 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 really really smart. Anyway, I'll let you talk. About no, um, I mean. For for this one, I think um, so. I'd listened to a bit of the Velvet Underground, but I had went to go and see when I was seventeen. I think it was two thousand and six. I went to go and see John Cale at the ABC in Glasgow, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this was what he opened with. So the first time I really appreciated it was it was John Cale singing it, and he had he came out and he had like an electric viola. So it wasn't even like a it didn't look like a whole. You know, instrument. It was just, it was strange looking and yeah. really modern. And he came out and sung this, and I just thought it was, I just was so blown away. And I can still picture it, shut my eyes and picture what I was just staring at because one, I thought, uh, I, I did, and I always do think John Keel's one of the coolest guys that's ever walked this this earth. Eh? So, um, so I'm coming out in this, and like you see, these these sharp these sharp noises that he was playing and what he was singing about it was the first time I really took up and took notice of what 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 this was about so mm. um so uh yes yeah, so from from then uh, I just love this song yeah, it's cool is it it's it is that dirty and it is about that just like I was saying before that kind of living out this fantasy that you know, I'll never I don't want to experience I don't want to experience it in my real <laughs> life or what. <laughs> but but for a wee moment I can yeah I'm singing about you know, licking licking the boots and uh, getting yeah, whipped yeah, and yeah. love whatever you know, just stuff that I would never ever, never ever think of. You know, like, again, what? it's it's got it's, it's, it can almost it's I think um, again talking about influences and all that and and <laughs> it's weird. There's almost like a bit. It almost sounds a bit to me like like a cowboy song. Bear with me here. Bear with me here. You know when it when it when it they've got rolling thing in the background. You know they they know the shiny boots of leather. You can always hear John Cash singing that. You know, (laughs) but the lyrics he would never sing something about. You know, like deviant sex and stuff. You know, Um, but there's there's certain wee things I'm like, and I think it's because the, the 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 melody to me is almost quite. No, no country in the terms that terms are like shit kicker country like doom, 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 doom. Yeah. <laughs> no that no that stuff like the kind of the really kind of earthy stuff you know the kind of uh, like I say more like you know your Willie Nelson your do Johnny Cash no stuff yeah. you, you know stuff like that but um, I'm probably talking utter shit here but I could hear like almost like a it's probably maybe country's not the right I know I think it is you know because. You know, it's, it's so easy to say country, and you just think of the think of like Garth Brooks, and you know, yeah. just, and, you know that's to me that's no well for me personally. I, I just can't be bothered with that kind of stuff. But uh, but I suppose that's no any less country than Johnny Cash or something that's really dirty and kind of earthy. It's all the same genre, just different strands. But 
It's aye, so the, it, and but when it because I think it's the way he sings it as well. You know, the shiny boots of leather. You know, yeah. can, I can hear Johnny Cash going shiny boots yeah, of get leather. That. Okay. You know, it's just it's the melody in it. Yeah. Um, as well, but I think that. But, but anyway, that side, the instrumentation and the rolling and. Just the way it just kind of rolls, and you've got the kind of like the the tambourine going, just, you know, yeah. in the background. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah. Kind of, you know, it's it's just and it's layered, and I think, I think um, I can't. I, I meant to look this up, but I can't remember when stereo came in. I think it was maybe sixty five, sixty six, something like that. Right, because it was all mono. Everything was mono before that, but. Obviously, this isn't stereo because things are separated out. You can hear stuff in the right ear and stuff yeah. in the left ear, and um, and they've really made a lot of use of that, you know, um, with pan and stuff to the left, pan and stuff to the right, so it's separated out. And and um, and, but in this song, they do it, they do it a lot as well. And and but I just, yeah, I just think it's I, it. So I guess at this point, I'm listening the four four songs, and I'm I'm thinking this is this is such an easy listen. <laughs> for me, I, I don't think this is this is in any way challenge. No, 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 that I was wanting to be challenging or it should be challenging or anything like that. But I was listening. I'm thinking, no, this is fairly, fairly accessible. It's very clever. Mm-hmm. You know, very clever on how they've put it together. But it's not. It's not. Um, it's challenging me, but not in the not in the way that it's all fucking fucked up and yeah, messed up and, messy. You know, yeah. and messy. It's it's just, it's challenging me because it's it's. You know the craft is is different from what normally I'm used to hearing. Yeah. But it's, it, again, just even like I say, just that we we, we viola bits. I just think that's brilliant. Just don't yeah. Wait. And the, the drone know. that goes the whole oh, way yeah, throughout I, the song. Yeah. Whole I had way that throughout the song. Some eh? the drone. Aye, aye, and once just, you tune into it, it's aye. like I can just hear it. You know, the whole way through it. Yeah. So. Um, and I think he does that later on in one of the other songs. I think there's just yeah. a drone going through the whole the yeah. whole song. But we'll we'll come to that when we get there. But. But no, that yeah, this was the one that I'd heard, but I'd heard, I think I'd only just heard Shiny Boots of Leather, but I hadn't yeah. really focused in, in the song or, you know, obviously yeah. doing the podcast, you're, you're listening to the instrumentation, you're listening to, to the, the craft that's going on, and um, but no, this is, this is a belter. I like this. See, I love, I love the bit as well where it's like, um, where, like you say, it's like that kind of repetitive, kind of hypnotic, mm. kind of rolling, rolling sound, and then when yep. it gets to the bit where he's like, and cure his heart the bum 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 you know it's like yeah, see yeah. when it see when some like i'm almost waiting for that kind of relief that to the wee change and then for it yeah. to go back into the rolling yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. um yeah that um that 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 we change that um we break and it just is enough to it's like a wee bit uh but uh, release just to for uh, it to we, go back and yeah, kind of, kind of, and yeah, kind of into that pulsating uh, yeah. um, feeling that the song's got. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah fab no, tune. Thumbs up for me, man. Uh, on this one, and uh, it's run, 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 isn't run, it? Run, run, run. Yeah. Do I Next kick it off? Up. Yeah, I don't have too much written on this one. This one's uh, to me. I, I know you're saying it's pretty accessible, but. They're all so different to me as well, eh? So mm-hmm. uh, on this one, and this one stands out again, um, run, 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 just the the tone of it, the change of it, the yeah. speed of it, the, the way it's kind of written and the the kind of repetition coming back to the run, run, run. This one's this one's different for me on, on the whole album. It's kind of got that it's a kind of bluesy sound, would you say yeah, that? Is absolutely. that kind it of... It definitely is bluesy, yeah. I mean, the riff is fairly standard, a fairly yeah. standard blues riff, but 
again with that tone and kind of, um, I guess the way you know Lou's singing it and stuff. It's 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 it, it it's it's bluesy, but it's it's done in their their way. You know, it's it's on their terms kind of thing. You know, yeah. Um, what's the lyric? Run, run, run. To, what does it say about taking another about a gypsy's death and stuff? Something about a, a drag or something. Gonna have to make me Google it now. Oh, I can't. I thought, oh, am I getting mixed up? The wee almost call and response thing. So he says, run, 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 run. And then there's a, what's the lyric after that? Gypsy death and you. Is that what it is? Yeah. Gypsy death and you. Take a drag or two. Run, you run, can, run. Like, take yeah. a drag or two. And gypsy's death. All ah, right, okay. I didn't know that was a lot like that. Nah, okay. Ah, cool. Um, aye, it's pretty, it's pretty kind of, it kind of just does its thing and then goes kind of thing. It's not, it's not as multi-layered as, as, you know, some of the other tracks. Yeah, I instrumentation mean, instrumentation and things. Yeah, it's not as, it's not as up there as some of the other ones on this album for me. It's, it's definitely got the most lyrics, I think, probably in, in, in this as well. It's kind of just keeps going, like you say, does its thing and goes, eh? Yeah. But, um, um. Yeah, uh, I love all. The, I do love all the name checks in this one, eh? Where it's there's, you know, it talks about Mary, and then it goes on to C six era and all right, that. I do that. Right, I do right. like that in this one, but um, yeah, not not up there for me on this on this one, eh? Aye, but again, I don't don't dislike it. You know, it's ah cool. Yeah. you know whatever. And I can it. I can hear myself singing this one where I'm like, it is it is a wee bit more catchier or what in some yeah. places. So um. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's that got much its place. in this one. I yeah. think it's got its place, and yeah, just kind of mostly guitar driven, and yeah, that's no, all right. And um, next is heroin. If I got that no. right? Bruce oh no, parties. sorry, tomorrow. Uh, say that again. Sorry. What's next? Sorry, Lucy. All tomorrow's parties. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, messed <that> up. <laughs> um. I've I've put down. I think it was this point. I just realised how unique her voice was, you know. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. It's just I've not really heard anything like it, you know. And 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 the, and I thought this has got a really kind of folky vibe on it. That melody that she thinks is. I've heard that. Yeah. And folk songs were about that time. <clears throat> so I suppose this is where some. Again, as we were saying at the start, where where did they get their influences? But you know, I think that was probably just in the consciousness of a lot of people at that time. You know, the folky kind of. Explosion mm-hmm. and all that, you know, um, in the you know the late fifties, kind of the, you know the sixties, probably more the mid the mid sixties, to, to be honest, this kind of stuff. But, um, but I like this a lot. I think it's I yeah. think it's really really nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're loving Nico because I think I said that last week. Like, if if I'm going to play a Velvet Underground, I have to, everybody needs to hear hear Nico. this and either <laughs> like it or not or what. But um, I'll have to send you some of our own stuff that she kind of went on to do because mm. um, it's just it's just it's just excellent. So um, yeah, all tomorrow tomorrow's parties. I mean, the lyrics in this as well. Eh? The you know, what's she, she going to wear? And again, I think they mention clown in this. Well, they do mention clown. They mention it a few times. It's, I think <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and bring that back, eh? <laughs> um, so um, I love the um, the drums on this as well. This is where I love Mo Tucker and our, um, you know, the, the the kind of tambourine and all that all the, going through this one as well, eh? The piano. Yeah, I think John Cale plays the piano on this one as well. The I think this is the one with the 
kind of um I think with um Nico you've got that you really hear the kind of droll detachment kind of mm. you know maybe it's maybe I'm it's on all of them that's just what she how she sings or what but it is that um you know what it's it what you're gonna wear and um yeah this last night silk and um and all that linen and it's just brilliant eh? yeah. it is that hypnotic that um you know what is it what costume um shall the poor get wear and that kind of glamour eh? um Aye. had you not heard this one before nope i hadn't heard this one before um no definitely not okay. like i said listen the whole album it was definitely yeah. venus and fuzz that i'd, I'd heard um, I think I've, I've seen references of this in places. I'm sure there was an All Tomorrow's Parties festival at some point, and right. you know, so I'm sure there's um, kind of references with, with with this one elsewhere. Yeah, for Thursday's Child is Sunday's Clown. I'm just looking at yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. the lyrics here. Yeah, um, in what costume shall the poor girl wear to All Tomorrow's Parties? That's nice. Even that it's idea, kind of like, yeah, it is. It's sad, eh? Yeah, it's that. I don't. Maybe it's just kind of bit like perpetuated with 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 our voice as well. But um, it is that. You know, tomorrow's parties. It's not tonight's parties, eh? It's what yeah, you. It's yeah. you've been out. You're. It's tomorrow. You know. It's all, yeah, do not yeah. all over again and yeah. and all that. So um. And uh, you even like you know and a hand me down dress from who knows where. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, really nice, no. It's 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 nice, but it's kind of sad, you know. And she'll turn once more to Sunday's clown and cry behind the door. So it does. It sounds. It it sounds. You kind of feel for the. You feel for her, you know. Um, the poor girl that she's talking about, you know. You do feel for her, you know. You're kind of, um, quite kind of quite ah, it's quite sad. I have to say. This but, is uh, one as well where it kind of gets bigger a wee bit at the end as well, where it spaces out that kind of um, when when it gets going a wee bit towards the to the end, it is that all tomorrow's parties kind of widens out, out a bit, eh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm glad that you're um, I'm glad you're appreciating. Aye. Oh, Poor Nico. Sad story. You know, her story's sad, eh? She, that, um, right. Yeah. I mean, she. Um, she. And she never touched. Well, I think she says she, but probably true. Never got on heroin at this time. But she was like a well-known kind of addict for fifteen years, and right. she died. Kind of, I think she got herself cleaned up toward um, right at the end. But she she fell off her bike in um, in Ibiza, and um, I think she had bothered getting them um, treatment and kind of died of hemorrhage. You know, oh. in eighty eight. So. Um, um, just one of these, yeah, kind of. It's. I always think it's that kind of tragedy where, probably, like this wasn't appreciated at its time, but it is. It, you know, there's a lot of love and people kind of, um, absolute. I hate that kind of cult following, but really, kind of oh, a big follow and yeah, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is that and um, all that kind of the glamour that she brought to it and even though she wasn't really wanted to be on this album but the way she kind of won it and mm-hmm. my take on this album is that the, the combination of the, the four of the Velvet Underground and Nico just caused something sensational for me yeah, eh? where yeah. it's they all, what they all brought 
it just can't be replicated because it was all special. The mm-hmm. the different talents, the kind of contrast between Kale and and Reed and um, what Nico brought to it, the the influence of the kind of Andy Warhol scene. You know, I've said so I'll probably say a wee bit more about Maureen Tucker, the and um, Sterling uh, Morrison as well. It's just um, it's kind of just perfect in time for 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 the couple albums that they were together. So. Um, and then it's kind of tragic what what happened with Nico for being part of that, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it's more tragic somehow because she was so glamorous and so stunning, and then, you know, it ended up so. Uh, but maybe that's maybe that's just me kind of kidding myself. But you know, you know what I mean. There's something no, somehow no, because not. it shouldn't have been so tragic for her, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, there's too many tragic stories eh? in like, like that, you know, or yeah, um, especially when drugs are involved, you know, and. It pulls people down to the point of, you know, yeah. it's the, you know, beautiful people, whether they're, you know, get beautiful souls or they're beautiful physically or whatever, you know, it just, it, 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 I guess it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but just really, really, you know, nice people that are getting, getting the soul ripped out of them, you know, with, yeah. with drugs and stuff. And, and the thing is, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it's that bittersweet thing, isn't it? You know, because, Without heroin, do you, does this album sound as good? You know, it's, <laughs> do you know, it, 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 you got you got to be honest with yourself about that as well, and say yeah, you know, absolutely a lot of the music that we love was created under the influence of, you know, drugs, and um, and uh, I think we have to accept that, you know, but uh, it's it's our gain, their loss in some ways, you know, you know, because they are. You know that that's just the lives they're living, and they're creating this this music based on the, their lifestyles and they the, the, you know how they're living, and we're loving it, we're lapping it up, we are yeah, absolutely listening to these stories and from afar, and you know, and gone that sounds, you know, um, you know that you know even talking about waiting for for my man and stuff, you know, um, how it just sounds good to us, it sounds cool, and yeah, you know, and then. And, and, but yeah, it's it's. But yeah, like I suppose that's a chat for another day. But no, you know, no, I know because <laughs> the next one we'll t- talk about is heroin. Well, eh? it's and heroin, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. There is a bit in this where I, where I listen to this, and and I think what Lou Reed does great is describes the whole thing in a way to me that I can understand and I can yeah, yeah. enjoy, and uh-huh. which sounds wrong, but you know I can enjoy and. Almost, I mean, he's telling you absolutely what it's like to to take heroin, eh? So I would, not, yeah. so without experiencing that, that's the closest you'll ever get to knowing what it's it's oh, kind of like. I mean, that, you know? that's the so, thing. It's um, those stories about how great it's. It's you know, it's like ten orgasms at, at you know, and things like that. You know, and all these kind of things that they say about heroin. You know, and and you know how great it feels. You know, to to do it. Is that um, the truth? Who said that? I don't know who said it. Maybe I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> but is it not? Is it the fact that I know about? Have I made that up? Have I, have I taken that? Away? So it's just what you imagine. Maybe, it to I, be maybe like... I dreamt it. Maybe I dreamt it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure there is something where they're talking about taking heroin and talking about how it's related to, to sex and said like you know it's like ten times better than that and. All that kind of, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a dirty, dirty boy. Um, 
But uh, but I know the, the way it makes you know makes me feel like a man. You know, putting the needle in yeah. my arm and all that, and, and feel like Jesus, his son. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love I mean, that line a, actually. It's so good. Eh? I mean, <laughs> that's like the first kind of verse where it is where yeah. it is that yeah, it makes me feel like a man, and I, and the, the way it picks up, I'm like picking myself up when I'm yep, listening yep. to it, almost Aye. like I'm that big man, eh? And yep. um, yeah, Jesus' son. Yeah, where it's like, and then it's that pound, and it's almost like. You, that heroin's kicking in, eh? That's, yeah, totally. that's it getting aye. faster, guitar, that's the heart rate going. Up, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I like yeah. this. I do like this, actually. Um and um and even even as it, as it gets towards the end, it's all, it gets kinda of really kinda of fucked up again and yeah and uh, sounding and and I think that's that's the kinda of, that's that's the kinda of, oh, to me that's almost like it wearing off and then you know, the whole Yeah. That's that's all gone to shit basically, you know, because <laughs> you, you know you're coming down and it's no probably not a great feeling, and um, unless you get more, obviously, but you know. Yeah. Um, but what what I noticed at, at the start of the song, but it's a funeral drum. Right. Really yeah. dry funeral drum. And before the, the the you know the it kind of kicks in properly, and I thought ah, because he's talking about dying and stuff as well, and yeah. you know, and, and and I thought it's it's almost like I I know what this is this could potentially lead to, you yeah. know, and then having the funeral. I mean, I mean, it might be just like oh, just like that sounds cool, and I've no thought about it, but to me, that is a funeral drum because it's it's dry. It, that you know, that's what the funeral drum sounds like, you know, yeah. and and I wonder if that that was my thinking, you know. Um, yeah, this is this is the 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 one that I was keeping for speaking about uh, Maureen Tucker, eh? the 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 drummer in this. So she, I mean, she's an absolute unsung hero of this band for me. Eh? She, I mean, I don't know how much experience she had hugely before this, but um, she adapted the drums. You know, she played standing up, and she right. can adapt. Yeah, she adapted them. I think it wasn't a classic drum kit that she used. Mm-hmm. She never used a cymbal in her take on it in anything I've ever seen her speak about. And you just see when she speaks, you love her. She's just right, like this right. so wee unassuming. You would never put her in one of the coolest bands the all time, eh? <laughs> she, you know, so um, she, um, she always said that her job was to be that rhythm and be that, like, it wasn't about her and, like, big. she hated big drum solos and all that. It was all about keeping... The kind of rest of them in line. She says, "Without, without her, because without her, it would just be a mess. Right, you know, right. it would just be." And I think it really shows in this, in this song. But the best story that I've heard her tell about this song is when it goes mental at the end, and maybe the next time if you listen to it again, where it goes kind of chaotic at the end, she stops playing the drums. She just stops completely playing the drums and it's, it is that noise. But she tells the story as when they're recording it, she just couldn't hear what the fuck was going on because it was that much noise <laughs> that in the place. So she stopped thinking that the whole band would stop and go, what's what's happening here? But they didn't. They just kept playing, eh? And then um, I think you hear her coming in right at the end. But, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she she sung a couple songs later on, and I think that when she came out and sung a couple that Lou Reed had wrote for her, people just loved her because she wasn't a singer, eh? But uh, she came yeah, out and yeah. recorded, a, uh, uh, and she tells the stories really well. So, um, yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan of fan of Mo because it, it's weird with with the the drums on the album. They're really they're not they're not right up there. You know the guitars and they don't seem to be really yeah. dominating. You know, so they're kind of there, but they're not. They're not where you would normally put a traditional kit in a mix. Yeah. You know, it'd be all oh, there's the drums and you know and and that 
and and I, I think obviously in this album as well, just just one thing I noticed, and it's and it's the same with a lot of albums from the that era, where it's also the recording the equipment just is what it is, but because it's so noisy, things are distorting, like over distorting on the mics and things like that, you know, because you know it's just um, because the the technology obviously wasn't wasn't quite there in the sixties, you know, to yeah. kind of capture all the frequencies and. And everything like, but I love that sound. I love that when everything just gets, you know, um, distorts and um, and there's no sound like it. There's no sound like no that sixty sound. I think you know, and to point the early seventies as well. There's just it just it can't be replicated. You know, it just yeah. it was just something that happened at the time. And and uh, but yeah, but no, this is this is um, and again the, the violas droning through this as well. You the know, whole and, way through the song, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah, which is which is really cool as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, him describing heroin. It's yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's fair enough because it, that's what it, you know, what it feels to to him, you know, and, and yeah. you know how it makes him feel, and you know, I mean, it, it's, it's but the 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 line about, um, you know, I, I want to, it makes me feel like a man putting a needle in my arm and or whatever the line is, um, yeah. um but. It's almost like he's kind of, he's kind of aware of it, aware, aware of how ridiculous almost it is. Is at the same time, there's almost like a wee bit makes me feel big kind of thing doing yeah. this, you know. But he's almost aware that, you know, it's almost like he's doing it to kind of fit in. It's, I don't think he it possibly wasn't doing it to fit in, but it's almost like there's a wee rush of consciousness just in that one line, you know, where he's kind of yeah. I, I know what I'm doing here. It's, it's kind of, I maybe I know I, I maybe shouldn't be doing it. It's almost like he's poking fun at himself a wee bit. Yeah. Um, with it, that's how I, I I see it anyway. But I don't know yeah. about Lurie, no, so possibly. Know, you know. And then like you're saying about the the Jesus Christ life, and you, you're laughing and think, yeah, you love that or what? I mean, that's. I, I think it was so deliberate everything Lou Reed kind of wrote as well. So yeah. it's supposed it's supposed to make you have a laugh. Eh? Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to make uh, you. I mean, Jesus' yeah. son. Jesus never had a son, but if he had a son, that's uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Imagine that. Who's your dad, Jesus? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 <laughs> So, uh, so that I really, I really liked that, and I did, and I did, and it did make me kind of smile. You know, some of the lines in this, you know, um, even though it's describing heroin. But there you go. You're uh, surprising me with how many. You, I mean, you're, you're not saying that. No, I know, and 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 I think see even talking talking it with you, I think. I think maybe I'm getting there with it. Yeah. You know, I think maybe maybe it is, even though even playing it, but just discussing it the next yeah. time I listen to it, having talked about it again. No, yeah. maybe this yeah. is this, maybe it's already happened and I don't realise. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the next song, Lucy? Uh, there she goes again. Hmm? Walking is, down the street. This is very. Friend. This is very sixties. This one. Yeah. I like it though. But but see what it says. You better hit her. What does it mean? Yeah, uh, you know, I knew you would ask that. Is it about hitting her up and can I get getting her you know, interested you, in her, or is it? You know, I, I knew you would ask that because I was I've been singing it this week and everything, and then I'm I'm singing. You better hear her, and then I'm going. He's going to ask like, what can I? <laughs> what does this mean? I hope it's hitting her up. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything to say the rest. Yeah, eh? yeah. Because fate, you know. Because the lines before it, and I was thinking she's, you know, about her acting a certain way, and 
Yeah, because it's all that kind of smart ass, like, she's dead on her knees, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm. I think this one was written about one of the Andy Warhol girls, eh? Right. I feel like it was at Edie Sedgwick or. Um, I'm sure it was written, because you know he was influenced a lot by the girls and the kind of. Um, people that were around kind of Andy Warhol's time, and there was a right mix of kind of eclectic. Very forward, forward-thinking <laughs> group of folk, you know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is this is a, one of the catchiest, surely, is it not ah, an album? Ah, definitely, I think so. Um, and again, to me, it's it's. I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think there's anything that sounds. You know, Ken, you were saying about you know in the previous episodes of the Sabbath. Let's know that you'd say it sounded dated, but you know you can tell it was written in a certain period of time, and I think this one is it's got that kind of. It's a very 60s vibe to it, you know, you can yeah. tell this one was recorded in the 60s, whereas maybe some of the other ones you wouldn't be able to necessarily yeah, um, equate yeah. to the 60s, but, um, but no, I, I think love the, I, think I love the, you know, dun 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 you know, the, yeah. when the guitars kind of yeah. come on changly in, it's like, yeah. That's but, very, can I get that, can I, aye. Almost, you're always expecting a crooner to come in and, you know, looking at the guitars and stuff, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's quite, it's quite again another quite accessible one, I would say. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I don't have too much else on this one. I have to say. Uh, Man, the total notes on this is just yes with an exclamation mark. Like I must have been enjoying it when I was listening. Ah, it was just, just it was yes. Just hit, hit, hit you the right time. <laughs> yeah, because this is the one I'm putting on and I'm singing and mm. um, yeah, uh, like you see, he's, I love the changly guitars and the. The the um, tambourine, the the kind of uh, percussion in this. So um, mm. yeah, yeah, all good. This one, definitely, all good. Right, uh, I'll be your mirror. Aye, mirror. This is this is um, again. It's like this is the, this is the third one, isn't it? Nico sings on. Yeah. Um, she's got great melody. She really has. Um. The melody and the chorus again is just beautiful, really, really mm-hmm. nice, and um, it's it's quite it's quite kind of sad. Like, please put down your hands and stuff, you know, and you know, and and I, it's kind of you know, and I can see you for what you are and all this kind of stuff, and and and, and that's when the contrast actually against the previous song. You better hit her. <laughs> then the one after it is please put down your hands and, yeah. and I thought wow that's weird if if that is what literally the previous song was meaning was to actually a woman uh, you know maybe not um, but but yeah please put down your hands I thought was was kind of just it was kind of really kind of again just kind of pleading it's like uh, the way I interpreted it without kind of looking at the lyrics properly just hearing listening to what I was hearing was kind of her scene partner has been a really beautiful person but they're kind of I know that you're this beautiful person but you're kind of raising your hands you know and and kind of almost like kind of trying to kind of come to terms with that and trying to get them to come to terms with that and kind of deal with it and but you know it's kind of I don't want to just kind of walk out but that's that basically that's is that how you is that how you listen to it right it's it's me just picked up sorry what you were what you were meaning so i don't know what so what is it about then that's just the the wee likes do you know what what is it for you then for me i mean for me this is possibly if if i'm ever being asked about 
um, favourite songs or what. This has got to be one of my favourite songs of all time. I think oh. it's the most beautiful song. I think Nico sounds incredible on it. Yeah, it I think the nice. lyrics are beautiful. This is the one I was telling you. It says that I had the lyrics kind of printed up on ah, a metal right, poster right. in my wall. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I, um, I have. I just think for me, it's it's not it's nothing about lifting your hands in that way. It's about like please put, put down your hands because I see you. I see you. You know, it's about uh, don't like that kind of don't just, look at me. Don't uh, look at me. You know, right, please put mirror. down your hands. Ah, because I'd tell you that is like you know she was like putting the mirror up to a, a partner and saying, "This is this is who you are. It's no what you're the way you're acting." No, it's, ah, it's so weird. I ah, right, okay, right. So you know, it's I'm that, just a sinister um, bastard. Then thinking the most darkest shit is going on. You know, no, so this no. is more. This is more about ah, that, that. There's a bit of a theme then. Then going on because obviously all tomorrow's parties about this poor girl and you know and this is about someone obviously you know. You know, being try and be more confident because you're really that, this wonderful person, and yeah, that's it. Because I mean, I think you know the lines that you know I find it hard to believe you don't know the beauty you are. Yeah, you know, yeah. When you can't, you know, um, uh, but if you if you don't let me be your eyes, the hand to your darkness, so you won't be afraid. You know, please put down your hands because I see you, and it's and it's short, and it's yeah, it's beautiful, and the changly kind of guitars and. To me, although it's really sad, there's something like kind of beautifully happy about it. Yeah, where it is yeah. that that delicate. I don't even know if it's two minutes a song, eh? But ah, well, for me, it just because it, when it starts, it starts kind of wrapping up with those kind of wee harmony bits with it. Yeah, the, the matter, and then yeah, and then it just fades out again. I'm like, oh. Get, but it fades again. out with the you know I'll, that yeah. singing I'll be your mirror kind yeah, of you yeah. know. But I just thought yeah. I, 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 that's, that's just me and we contemporary years you know maybe in, you know sixty seven it made total sense. Yeah. Uh, but I felt it could have just been on a wee because it because it really just started it just really really kicked in and then it faded. Yeah. Out. So I just yeah. wanted to hear a wee bit more of it, but um. Bye. And I love the wee guitar bits, you know the ba. That's nothing. Nothing. That sounds nothing like it is. <laughs> but you know, the bam, ba 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 bam, ba 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 ba. Then it goes back into the then, you know, the wee uh, changly yeah. bits. Eh? So um, yeah, it doesn't get any better than this for me. Nah, this is this, this is, is stunning. Eh? This is one of the best. The, my, the best on it, I think, for me as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think <laughs> I need to stop being so sinister with my. Yeah. Interpretation. <laughs> listen to it again. Maybe, maybe I'll have to listen to it. Maybe we're more cynical here now. <laughs> He's put that. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, poor woman, man. <laughs> but I suppose it's poor, poor, poor woman for a different reason. I suppose. Eh? You know. Come on, be. You know. You know, you're you're beautiful. You know. Can I show it? And, yeah, and know. I think I think a lot of well, you can relate to that to somebody to seeing the absolute amazingness in somebody that can't, you know, see it themselves, say, and, yeah, yeah. you know, you're kind of, you're, you're beautiful to be, but you're maybe that confidence or what, so Absolutely. I just think it's, I think it's, uh, and it's, it's, I think it's lovely, you know, Lou Reed and writing this, and he had things going on, you know, throughout his life where, if you read a wee bit more into him, what was, you know, he was, obviously there was the drugs involved, but it, mm. He wasn't straightforward, Lurie did. He was a massive ego and 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 um you know um like tough like I say, so um so for him to write something like this, it's stunning, you know. So 
Lou Reed, um, um, so the album he made with Metallica, did you listen to that? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't know, I've just never listened to it. Should I? I I've never listened to it either, so. Have you not? No. To me, Metallica, I've not made a good album for like 30 years now, so. It's... What, what year did they make it in? Yeah, I don't know, about 2008 or something, something like that, I don't know, seven, six, I don't know. The last 20 years anyway. It's called, yeah. uh, it's called Lulu. Yeah, actually I remember it now, I'd kind of, you'd kind of um, flung that where I'm like, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> but um, I seem to remember them playing on Jules Holland. Um, they, they, they did a song in Joe's Hall, but I can't remember what it sounded like. Or what. So it's oh, one yeah. of these albums of obviously, like, you know, me being more of a, you know, rock metalhead, um, it's a, it's talked about a lot, you know, and it comes up conversation about this album that, you know, so for Metallica fans, some of it's like, it's just like fucking awful. And, right. And the, but there's some people like, no, no, this is brilliant. You know, this is... You know, so it's kind of got, it's got, it's got, you know, it divides people. Big yeah, time, I wonder you know, what Lou Reed so. fancy about it. <laughs> the problem is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's he thinking? You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, aye, well there you go. But um, I suppose at least, at least Metallica took a chance. I suppose eh, you know, and yeah. and maybe Lou Reed to a degree. I was going to say maybe Lou Reed took a chance. <laughs> um, aye, two songs left. Yeah, we're getting there. The Black Angel's death song. Aye. The fuck's this all about, Lucy? (laughs) (laughs) The last two are kind of wild, eh? Um, Because for this one, I've just wrote, my first word was noise. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, Well, I've put down, it's not an easy listen. (laughs) No, it's not an easy listen, eh? And this is the first one on the album that I still don't know all the lyrics. All the lyrics that I have to go and I, I don't always know what he's saying. Right, ah, you have to. You know, there's a, the rest that I can pick up, and it's easy. I can. I know what's been. It's been sung, but this is one I still have to go back and. What is he saying? What is what is going on here? Um, yeah, the just fast. Um, yeah, the first time I've had to look up that that hissing that he does. You know, I mean, it's oh, just yeah, like, yeah. it's a hiss, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, a big hiss. Maybe that screechy viola thing going on. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got John Keel that, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, wrote, I've just wrote persistent, like that persistent, <laughs> persistent. noise, eh? Um, yeah, you know, nice. I do like the wee bit at the end, but it's like, choose to choose, choose to choose, choose to go, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right at the end. And I, I, think, but, I, I think that's it, when he even... When uh, you know Reed's doing his, it's almost like beat poetry in it. It's just the way he's kind yeah. of doing it, like you know the, the the lines and then just the noise in the background, you know. And yeah. so it's um, ah, it's I think I think see see this 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 uh, this is the first time in the album that I thought, aye, that's the kind of shit I would I would be expecting. You here. you were thought that you were going to thought yeah. I thought uh, Velvet Underground where I thought it was this stuff. Um, so when I got there and I thought, ah, right, okay, this will be why people certainly, you know, go, ah, it's just fucking wacky, art nah. kind of, you know, stuff. But, <laughs> um, nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really get with this one, I'll be honest. I couldn't really get with this one. Yeah. Um, but, 
But I can almost respect the fact that it's just absolute fucking noise. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and so early. So I mean, I mean, that sounds crazy in 2023. I mean, what the fuck did it sound like in 67? <laughs> you know, when people heard yeah. that, you know? <laughs> I get that. I get that, eh? Uh, for me, the the last two kind of ones kind of go together for me, and I think yeah. the next one does it better. Um, but... Um, uh, but yeah, um, like I say, see if you look up some of the lyrics. Say, eh? I don't know if you've, but they're hardcore. No, eh? no, I've not looked up the lyrics. Yeah, since. they're hardcore. Eh? Right. Where it's, um, um, uh, it's all about like not a ghost bloodied country, all cover up with sleep. Where the black angel did weep. But it's, it's hardcore. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the diff, like I think to myself as well, the difference in like the first track. With Sunday morning, and then like the last track and the last two tracks, it's like <laughs> it's just so they're so worlds apart. Eh? Absolutely, yep. Again, so even like the Black good. Angel's death song. I know. It's, I said, you know the rest of all been. See, to be honest, I love the title. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like I say, I'm heavy metal fan. That you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Angel death song. I mean, that's a you know that's that sounds fucking brilliant. I want to hear yeah. that. You know. <laughs> um, I just, it just again. I don't. I don't I mean. I don't hate it. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It just exists for me. Yeah, I understand you know I mean? that. It exists. Um, and I think European Sun is similar for me as well. Um, it's but 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 there's things about it that I'll. I, <laughs> I like it, but again, just like you know, the bass sound is just so fucking you know distorted and horrible sounding, and, and I'm like, that's yeah. that's brilliant. I love that. Um, and uh, and as a racket, you know, as a just for European Sun, so European Sun. Sorry, yeah, I moved on, yeah. Sorry. See, I, I like this. I like. I think this one does it better. What the were, what the, like I say, I kind of put these two last two ones in a pair for me, but I think. I mean, the song's like nearly eight minutes, and he only sings right. for like not even a minute. Yep. At the start, and then it just goes on to the yeah, where it is that racket, man. But even if you pick out wee bits when it, there's like nice wee jangly guitars and stuff like that. Right. Hey? So, so um, yeah, this is like this is like what you were saying, what you maybe expected with a velvet underground and stuff. So yeah, I'm 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 for this, you know. I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's cool. Uh, it is that experimental. Um, it is that where they get that probably psychedelic experimental avant garde stuff. Aye. Whereas, um, you know, there's tunes in there, but it is a racket, mm. you know. Well, I mean, because it's because it's interesting because I know one of the the songs that you know um, when you were on the the Queen podcast that I do, and there's a song called Sheer Heart Attack, and it gets all kind of yeah. noisy and stuff, and you're like, you know, all that. and then I heard this, I was like, fuck me, listen, this is, this is like much more of a racket than that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but but to be fair, that that was a that was a kind of solo within a wider song that was that was like more. M- more easier whereas this is ah, just a sure. racket yeah yeah I, I get I'm you. accepting I get that you. it's a racket and I'm dealt yeah. in for, for seven ah, minutes yeah, it's a yeah, racket yeah nah okay that's a good point um, but I I've, <laughs> I've put down I nearly eight, eight minutes and um, 
See, I liked it to a point, right? See the rackets and what's happening, and it was like, no. I mean, that's that takes some fucking, that takes some nerve to put that on an album, you know, <laughs> to, no. go, to go out there. But it just goes fucking on and on for me. I just, yeah. I just thought, no, see if he did just killed it at about three and a half minutes or something, just in, and faded it out or something. I'd be like, do you know what? That's really cool because it's just that racket, that abandon. You know, at yeah. the end and all that, but then when it just goes on and on and on, and I was just like, "No, you are really, you are literally just hitting anything on the guitar. <laughs> You're, there's no music here." Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. I feel like I could play on it. I could join <laughs> in on this. I could join in and just be somewhere in amongst it. <laughs> and again, I mean, I like. I mean, I love. No, I mean, I, some of the music. Alice, you know, if, if I if I suggest an album to you certain albums you'd be like there's, there's, there's fucking no music in this you know <laughs> uh, but I can hear music in it so I suppose that's the difference I think you're you're yeah. hearing things you're hearing little nuances I think like I say I picked up on the bass like some of the wee bass things going yeah. on in the background and, and a really horrible like I mean for, again, for the year man just a really horrible distorted tone and I was like man that's that's fucking that's that's futuristic almost you know in terms of like you know um, where things went later on um, but I, I think they did I, I mean know. they did do I think John Cale put like different I don't know if they were guitar strings or what but he put them on his viola and right right uh, and I know that they did um, like he tuned like um, Lurie the, the, and Sterling Moss they tuned their guitars to like um, like all the same note is it ostrich tuning ostrich, or I, read, yeah. I read about that I, I right. the same so um, so <laughs> I mean, it's probably. I just think that's like really neat. Eh? Aye, aye. <laughs> it's just like, and like, like I say, that's, maybe I feel like I could just slip in in this this one. Eh, aye. so I like it. You know. So I, if I'm being honest, it kind of ended in a bit. As as much as I like noise, it was just noise to me. So yeah. ended so ended a wee bit in a ah, oh, okay. Um, I, I mean, it's no easy. To, it's no. no easy. I'm no. I'm no gonna. Oh, go and put go and put this track on. I'm no. You know. I'm no. Oh no. No. Yeah. No, it's I it's know. no easy. Eh? I know that. <laughs> I know that. But when I'm sitting down listening to the album as a whole, like I have been doing this, this um, this it week, I, you know, it fits it, and like, stuff. Yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. <laughs> no, but that's good. But, that, that, no, it's cool that you like it though. But um, just if they fade it out. I, I think I've got Give me one noise more story. for about a minute and a half, and then just fade it. Be, yeah, yeah. Like no, but he doesn't. He's, he's just sings for like 40, 45 seconds or something like that. And I've got one more story on this album, eh? So in um, 2017, uh, John Keel did a 50th anniversary um, couple performances with this, with this album and he did it in New York, well, Paris, New York and Liverpool because uh-huh. Liverpool was the docks that he sailed out of when he went from Wales to, because he's Welsh. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah, he's Welsh, and he went to America to kind of study. He classically trained and went um, went over to study real music or what. So, um, <laughs> so it was it was done in Liverpool, and I went down and uh, saw it, and it was strange because, like I say, I've seen him in a smaller venue, and this was like a big. It was at Albert Docks. So it was right on the water front. Mm. You kind of looked right out onto the water, and I think there was a festival playing that weekend, and he played. The Friday night when the festival was a Saturday Sunday night or what? So um, um, it wasn't it wasn't like oh it's amazing this is the best I've ever heard them because it was it wasn't about that it was sure. about 
celebrating it with loads of folk and they had loads of folk on stage where they had the the folk for, you know, the kills. Oh, the kills aye, aye, that, aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a couple folk for, I actually had to write it down because I couldn't mind um, some bands. For, oh, the guy for Super Furry Animals was there. Mm. Uh, Wild Beasts and what they all kind of played and people sung like the Nico. It was just him and then people sung the kind of Nico songs and what. So, um, um uh, so I was standing there and the coolest bit of that thing, apart from seeing John Gale, was I was standing there and I looked over and you, who was standing next to me, but she was playing the next night, was Peaches. You know Peaches, the singer, the... Oh. Oh, she's like the... Sorry, I've grub, ruined her. No, no, no. It, like, go, you could look up her up after this, but she's like... She's, <laughs> she's like... Um, you, you maybe heard some of her songs, but she's just like this, uh, like, aggressive... Well, I say aggressive, because it's not all aggressive, but it's like the dirtiest. It makes you feel like you can do anything. She's like... Well, like, one of her biggest songs is Fuck the Pain Away, and it's just like, fuck the pain away, fuck... And I'm, like, singing in the car, and you could just, you know... And I, it just makes me live out the whole... You know, and she's got another song, like, where it's all... I don't want to alienate, like, people that are listening to this that have no clue about Peaches, but oh, she's but- like... Like the songs, like sucking on my titties, like you want and me calling, like all this, like stuff where you're just. Well, I've just it's looked so funny. She's just... like the grubbiest, yeah. and Peaches was standing next to me. I'm like, this is the coolest day of my life, like watching John Cale <laughs> while standing next to Peaches. <laughs> you know. Ah, she looks, she looks fucking out there, man. Yeah, I'm surprised she have no hair there. It's like electric, and like every single sort, like. The, it, my favourite album she does it's called The Teaches the, I'm, I'm, I'm going off in one Teaches the Peaches and it's just like the songs like I say are fuck the pain away love her tits it's just all these things that <laughs> I feel dirty for even listening and singing but I'm doing it you <laughs> after, after you listen to yeah. the album <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry that's my that's my last I, I'm, I'm sorry I kind of ruined it by not knowing who she was but uh, but at least it was special for you Lucy yeah thank you yeah <laughs> special for me um, so this album I think it's um, but I think talking through it with you you, I think it's I've got more uh, uh, there's more to it now you know because I've got your your slant on it and your your input on it and and I think I'd like to go back and listen to it and, and I think I will go to the next album and just see where they went yeah afterwards you know um, because there's enough because it's different it's different yeah absolutely uh, uh, when, I, when you started I'm thinking to myself oh god he's hated this and he's just been polite <laughs> you know he's, he's hated this ah, he's saying that he can respect where it fits in the in the grand I think, scheme of things I think but... what it was is I was trying not to can I just go oh I just because I'm still I, I'm still processing it you know, so yeah, I didn't I want to, I didn't want to kind of, but then having talked through it, I'm like, I actually think, I think I'm there with a lot of it, you know, already. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm pleased when we're going through them all that you're, you're, you're saying and you're picking out bits that I'm like totally into as well, eh? So, um, so, um, yeah, and see, even to think that this, like, is 50 odd, 55, 56, whatever, nearly, <sighs> what you're wearing, it's nearly, mentally. Only 60 years old, isn't it? yeah. And it's a sh- you know there's 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 two that two of them left you know um, uh, John Cale's still alive and uh, Mo Tucker's still alive as well so um and there's some good stuff there's some good footage in that and of them online and was it last year there was a 
there were a couple of years ago um there was a really good documentary it's quite a long one that came out but it's 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 a pretty good one and, and the, the two of them speak on it which is it's always good to get like folk for the band's take on it rather than some uh, yeah. biographer or whatever you know that's um that's written about them from something that was 50 odd years ago so like yeah. um so um yeah it's 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 definitely worth a watch for, watch for that but yeah it's it's great i love speaking about it eh? aye no definitely definitely um but no this was this was no i'm glad because again as with television i've i've now i can now i now feel i can have a certainly about this album i mean obviously i know there's albums later but can i guess similar to you with sabbath you know you can i know what they actually are now yeah. Are, are what you know um, yeah. certainly certainly one aspect of them actually is you know so um but no I've, I've i've actually enjoyed i've actually genuinely enjoyed listening to it even i was driving back home from my walk today and and uh listening to it again and and um again hearing new things again there's sort of little bits that i hadn't picked up yeah. on before and i think that's good and the one thing that you'll probably hear me say <laughs> through all these podcasts is you know, um, if it takes me a few listens, then it's usually the albums that stay with me longer than, yeah. than something that's so immediate. If something's immediate, it very rarely stays in my interest, you know, for for that long, that length of time, you know. So, um, but no, nice choice, Lucy. Good, good. Nice I know it's probably really predictable from me, but no, but, um... no, but no, that's like the whole the whole point of the point of this is to well, it's basically to to. So that I can expand my musical horizons, you know. Yeah, Lucy, it's not about it's not about you. It's just purely selfish, you know. It's just, <laughs> just give me give me music so that I can. <laughs> uh, but I've been I've been kind of so so with the next episode I've been kind of bouncing about a few different ones and I don't really know what to, I still to this point to this second don't know what to settle on. <laughs> I don't know what to settle on, and uh, for you to go away and listen to. Um, well, I've got my pen ready. I would like you to go away and listen to Depeche Mode Ultra. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was released in 1997, so we're going forward 30 years from this one. Right. I'm quite excited about this. Aye. Because this is a band that I don't have snobby feelings about. I think to myself, I think I could like them. Good. But I wouldn't know where to start. Ah, because okay. I've heard a couple of wee singles and stuff like that, but it's just no it's just no that kind of leap that I've ever made to go and listen to some of them, eh? Ah yeah. right. Okay, so yeah, this is a it's it's not a, it's not one of our most famous albums, is it, by any okay. means. Um But it's it it could be my favourite Depeche Mode album. Okay. Could be. I think probably in this moment in time it is. Um but we'll get into that obviously in the next episode and why and yeah. guess where I am with the band and all that. But um but yeah, you have a listen to that. Because I thought I suppose everything so far has been quite organic, if you know what I mean. It's been quite bandy. Yeah. Whereas the Pesh mode, yeah, they do have guitars and but a lot of it's drum machines and programming yeah. and things like that. So it is a wee bit different. As well, so I thought, ah, let's let's change up a wee bit. So, nah. I'll be interested to see what you what you think about it. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Ah, nah. Nice one. 
Well, that's the end of the, this third episode. And I suppose if you have left any comments about like the first two episodes um, and we've not talked about them yet, it's because we are just racking up the, the, these episodes. So, you know, we will get back to you. If there's any comments that people are making on the, the episodes, we will get to them. Um, even if it's for, from like two, three, um, three episodes back or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll catch up. So don't worry. You'll get your shout out. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's us. Um, join us next time for the best mod. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you.